You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. In this episode of the Motor City Hypnotist Podcast, uh, we're going to discuss PTSD. That would be post-traumatic stress disorder. We're going to talk about what it is exactly, kind of how you maybe you have it and maybe you don't know. We're going to go over the symptoms and I'm going to tell you um, some good good action to take to kind of help you with that. And as usual, we're giving away a bunch of free stuff. So stay tuned. Get ready for the Motor City Hypnotist, David R. Wright, originating from the suburbs of Detroit, Michigan. He has hypnotized thousands of people from all over the United States. David R. Wright has been featured on news outlets all across the country and is the clinical director of an outpatient mental health and hypnosis clinic located just south of Detroit where he helps people daily using the power of hypnosis. Welcome, the Motor City Hypnotist, David R. Wright. What is going on, my friends? It is David Wright, and we are back with another episode of the Motor City Hypnotist Podcast. I was telling you earlier that yeah. this is this is how I look forward to Fridays, is sitting here, having a conversation uh-huh. with you, learning something that I have no idea what you're going to be bringing into your show on a weekly. Right. And I get to learn something every week. So I look forward to this That's time. That's awesome, man. I'm glad, you, I'm glad you enjoy it. I do. It'd be, do. be much worse if you were just sitting there with a, you know... Beating yourself with a hammer and (laughs) just saying, oh, this is just so bad. Yeah, you know. You have a brain like a chicken. That's already been demonstrated. So So thanks, folks, for checking in. And... um, yeah, for listening, I, I do appreciate it. I know we've we've uh, we've been out there for a while, so if you're just finding me, I, I appreciate it. Um, go back and listen. We got a ton tons of stuff in the archives, as you would say, mm-hmm. as far as episodes go. And, and 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 I haven't asked this yet, or I haven't put this out there. But if, if there's something specific you'd like to hear or like me to address as far as hypnosis or mental health, I know that's a very wide open question. But but if there's something specific you've always wondered or you want to want me to address, uh, drop me a note on social media and I'll tell you where to find me on that in just a few moments. But uh, yeah, lo- love to kind of give you what you want. Awesome. Which would be, which would be cool. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I have, a, I have a topic for you to discuss. Yes. Why do people have a brain like a chicken? <laughs> <laughs> maybe that I, maybe they're born that way. Uh, <laughs> it could be, I don't know. Maybe, maybe they're just, you know, they develops, you know, <laughs> it could be anything fun, right? The, the fuck <laughs> yeah, are yeah. you? Yeah, you ask that question sometimes. You don't know. Yeah, it's hard to say. So we're here in the podcast Detroit, Detroit Studios in downtown Detroit. At the Detroit Shipping shipping Company. I know we do all these Ds. People are going to be like, well, you stopped that already. It's like, what in the, you know, they're going (laughs) to. I ain't listening to you no (laughs) No, keep listening. We'll overdo that joke over and over because we're like 12. So, but that's Okay. That's Matt Fox, you hear? Yes. It's the other voice? Yes, the other um, voice. I'm not yeah. throwing my voice. That is Matt Fox. He's a real person. As you've exclaimed it to me or explained, I'm I'm the layman of the two of us. <laughs> yes. Because yep. I know sh- all right? And that's You probably know a little bit. I well, mean, I've I mean, learned you know, a lot. Well, sure. But you know, you're like you ask questions that a lot of folks might 
be wondering. You're just going to put yourself out there and you know have that brain well, like well, a chicken. Well, no, absolutely. That's how you learn. I, I mean, that's why I, I always remember in school, and I think I was to this to some extent, uh, I would never want to raise my hand and ask a question because mm-hmm. I don't want to look stupid. Mm-hmm. But then somebody else would do it. And I'd be like, okay, good. Right. It's on them. Yeah. <laughs> that was the question I was going to ask. And I didn't. But, I, but even if my question wasn't asked, it'd be like, ah, do I really want to? I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't really want to raise my hand. <laughs> so thanks, folks, for checking in. Let me tell you where you can find me. My website is MotorCityHypnotist.com. On there, you'll find my podcast page along with all kinds of other cool stuff, including my MP3 library of hypnosis recordings, which you can find. Covering a lot of areas. I try, I'll try and name them all, but uh, I will miss a couple. Mm. Take a look there. Mm-hmm. A lot of good stuff. And you can find me on social media. Facebook and YouTube are both Motor City Hypnotist. And speaking of Facebook, I know Alan just dropped in. He Thanks, did. Alan, for checking in as usual. Alan's our, our weekly listener, and I appreciate his support. Yep. Uh, he had a couple, there was a couple of weeks that uh, he had taken off. He may have been on vacation or something. Maybe, yeah. maybe. Or maybe he got tired of us <laughs> for saying, <laughs> the, the fuck are you doing? <laughs> that could be, you know, you never know. <laughs> no, you don't. But yeah, thanks for checking in again, Alan, as usual. Yeah, you have a great weekend too. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram. Both of those are Motor City Hypno, H-Y-P-N-O. And if you would like to contribute financially to the show, uh, just it's nothing major. It's not going to, you know, you won't need a loan to do it, I don't think. But, mm-hmm. you know, a couple bucks a month, um, that will help us keep things going. And uh, it helps me out as far as cost and all the things associated with the show. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, if you find me on Patreon, and, and plus you get some cool stuff. Um, I know you've seen me with my T-shirt, which I don't have on today, my coffee mug, which I don't have out today. But You're Batman. That's okay. I'm, yes, I'm Batman today. <laughs> I I can't do it like Christian Bale. I'm Batman. It's, it's like that's, yeah. I don't know why Batman always has to talk like he's constipated. You know, that's what suit, I always thought. It's because his suit maybe, is too maybe it's tight. Constricted, you know, <laughs> and he's just boy. That escalated quickly. I mean, that really got out of hand. Fast. <laughs> yeah, good, good. Yeah, it did get out of. It's yeah. so tight. His his voice should be a yes. little bit higher. Well, no, it? that's true. You're right. That, I'm that would that would be the different thing. And as usual, I'm giving away a bunch of free stuff. Uh, Check the show notes for links for my free hypnosis guide, my hypnosis for confidence download. And um, as a heads up, those of you who are listening, you might not catch this audio uh, on the podcast, whatever podcast platform you're on until after this. But I am doing uh, a live webinar this coming Tuesday, March 30th, called Empower Your Mind for Success, a Hypnotic Guide. So you may catch uh, you may catch some of this uh, on my social media. Um, again, if you're listening after the fact, keep keep an eye out though because this is kind of a soft launch. I'm kind of getting the, uh, the ironing out the kinks, and, and we're gonna have a we're gonna have a full launch probably three weeks within the next three to four weeks. And this episode will definitely be airing before that. So if you're listening on audio, uh, take a look at my social media or on my website. And you'll be able to find the information for that because I will have another live webinar in in the next month. And wherever you're listening, this is probably the most important thing. Wherever you're listening, uh, uh, leave a like, subscribe to the show. That would help me out tremendously, whether mm. it's Spotify, iTunes, wherever, wherever you get your podcasts. Because they're all out. It's they're, everywhere. There's like, so many areas. So, yeah, so many podcast 
what'd you call them? Providers, I guess. Uh, or platforms. hosters, platforms, platforms. Yeah. platforms yes. Hey, real quick. Yeah. Al, Mr. Benson. He, yes. He actually, he actually was in the ER, so I hope he's doing better. But he had wicked vertigo, and I can oh, no. sympathize for that because uh, I'll sidebar with you later. Yes. I've got a, yes. a remarkable vertigo story for you. Oh wow. Okay. Uh, but okay. I'm glad he's. I'm glad he's home and he's doing better. And he wished he was on vacation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Alan, I'm sorry to hear about that. I hope you're yeah. better. Definitely. Um, again, I, I love Alan. He's one of our biggest supporters. So, yeah, glad you're better. Mm-hmm. Um, stay safe and, and yeah, uh, hope, hope things are well. You demand blue. Oh, I wish I had that one. Oh, well, you have it now. Well, I mean, he, say, he just said he's in the hospital, and I'm like, <gasps> oh, <laughs> great Odin's Raven. Yeah, that, that's not that's not anything to mess around with. Yeah, I'll so, sidebar with you about my vertigo story. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. We'll, we'll catch up on it. Maybe yeah. we'll we'll throw it in next episode right, if, it's, if it's good enough. Uh, <laughs> you you got to pass the test. If it's good enough. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, great. All right, folks, it's time. Done. All right. Guess guess the winner of the week again, Matt. Guess what it's related to, or guess what population we're talking about. Oh goodness, I, would it have to do with any pets? Yeah, animals. Yeah. Of course, because I, I, there's so many stories about animals out there. Yeah. So this is a really cool one. It's 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 kind of short, but but it's 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 a. It, I don't know. It just makes. I have a dog. You have a dog, right? No, no, you don't have a dog. I have a cat. Okay. We have our animals. We love them. We think they're smart. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I think my dog might be a little messed up. Like, oh. I, I don't know. I, I have, he's not very smart sometimes. You have a brain like a chicken. <laughs> but uh, so, woof, woof. so the story starts here. Um, this dog's name is Clover, and he's being hailed by Canadian media as a hero for helping her human. So let me say this. Uh, the, the owner's name is Haley Moore. So Haley Moore was taking Clover for a walk and had a seizure in the street. And just like collapsed while she was walking her dog. It struck suddenly during her walk. Uh, she was thro- strolling through Stittsville, a neighborhood of Ottawa, on Tuesday when she seized and fell to the curb. The incident was captured by the neighbor's home security camera. So if you want to, I'll have the link for this story so you can check that out as far as the video. So Clover is a year and a year and a half old, uh, and I'm not sure of this breed, Marema, Marema mix. Sprung into action, attending first to more. Um, the video shows he was kind of going crazy and sniffing her and nudging her and, and trying to see if she was okay. And then he bounded into the street and stopped a van that was coming by. I think it was a van or a vehicle. It's like, like he got out in the road and he actually stopped the traffic, stopped this car from passing. So, so the kid gets out of the car and realizes the, this, this dog's owner is passed out on the curb on the street. So, um, his name was Dryden Oatway. It was the name of the driver. And he said, it was really impressive. The dog actually blocked my way. She kind of backed, excuse me, she kind of backed into the road to block my truck. Hmm. Uh, Clover stopped another driver. Um, and then he um, also ran up to the neighbor's house and, and knocked on the door and rang the doorbell to try to get attention and to get help. Hmm. So, yeah, the, the woman has a seizure, just collapses on the side of the road on the curb, and the dog knew something was wrong. Mm. Like, it wasn't normal. The dog reacted, was nudging her, was running around, then he got on the street. One car, the funny thing is, one car passed, and then when the next car started to pass, he jumped out in the road and just stood there, waiting for the car to stop. You probably didn't mention that. What type of, what, what breed of dog? You know, I, I'm not sure how to pronounce it. It's a Merima, M-A-R-E, 
MMA mix. Really? Yeah. Wow, okay. I don't know if I've heard of that mix before. It kind of looked like a um, – oh, see, I don't want to try to guess because I'll get my breeds all screwed up. Okay. And I you know, I won't but get it right. Just the fact that you know he was probably watching a couple of episodes of Lassie. And, and, you <laughs> he know, could have been. Or Rin Tin Tin. Or Rin Tin, right. And you're like, you know what? I'm going to jump into action here. And-, <laughs> and and for those millennials who are listening to us are like – what the hell is that? <laughs> Rin Tin Tin. <laughs> Rin Tin Tin. You're showing you. No. Your- <laughs> no. Don't shut me up. <laughs> Rin Tin Tin. That's, that, that's going back a ways. <laughs> oh, by the way, Amy popped in to say Oh, hi. Amy, my sister Amy. Yeah, Hope okay. you're doing well. Oh, both sisters. I got yeah. two of my sisters in the house, Amy and Vicky. Awesome. Hey, guys. Love you. Hope you're doing well. Thanks for checking in. Thanks for listening. So, yeah, let's go back. Clover the dog is the uh, winner of the week for... You know, getting help for his human. That's or her human. It's a her. it's a female. That's awesome. Yeah, I love it when dogs spring into action just yep. because they had that that sixth sense. Yeah, right? and, and it's it's I, you know I, I my wife will I I think my wife's out to dinner. She may not hear me, but I, I'm like I don't think my dog would do that. I think he would just walk down the street and find another human to. I, I know to my hook cat would. I, I would probably fall over, <laughs> keel over. My cat would just kind of lay down on me and. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, my, my dog would just look at me and... I ain't listening to you no more. Yeah, something hey, would happen. Where's my food? So, Clover. Clover the dog. You're our winner of the week. That's how winning is done. <laughs> oh, my. Yeah. I, I really do enjoy your, your animal <laughs> stories because – Well, you, they are fun and, and they're really interesting. And I, I just put my, myself in, play, in the place of some of these stories. Like, wow, I wonder what happened with my dog. Mm. I, I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Maybe other people think that. But sure. uh, um, it could just be me and being dumb or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so, folks, today we're talking about uh, PTSD, which is post-traumatic stress disorder. So, so let me let me start off the conversation by saying there, there's a lot of and, and like anything else, there, there's a lot of portrayals of PTSD, mm-hmm. TV, movies, um, you know, yeah. books, mm-hmm. um, and, and I'm sure some of them, I'm sure some of them portray them accurately. Uh, and, and I'm trying to, and I was going to make a list of these, but I, but I wanted to really focus on the issue, but 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 I was going to make a list of also like. Uh, media that kind of gives you a kind of a, a kind of a look about what it's like. Right. So, the, so the best one I can remember, and and I and I'm going to get the name of the movie wrong. Was it Sniper with with Bradley Cooper? Oh no, um, Sniper was uh, Mark Wahlberg. I think. okay. What well, the one with Bradley Cooper where he's a serviceman yes. and he's having PTSD. I'll have to I have to look that um, up real quick. I, I can't think of the name. Um, uh, you might, but you might be right too. I, I could be wrong. Um, but that one, that one kind of struck me as because because it's it's it really is it's a it's a difficult thing to live with and and it brings up all kinds of other issues such as depression, anxiety, American uh, Sniper, American it? Sniper. Yes. That's it. I knew I knew it was quite right, but mm-hmm. it was close. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I I just had one word of it. What in blazes are you talking yeah, about? I, right. Yeah, I don't know. but here's the thing, you know, having have. Folks that have served overseas, mm-hmm. and they, you know, they were in you know Iran, Iraq, wherever. Yeah, and they come home, and that that stuff that they can't really share. Yes, because of the secret part of it. Well, no, so, it's just that, it's just so traumatic. They they don't want to talk about it because they, they don't want to. 
and, and really, uh, what happens with post-traumatic stress, and I'm going to simplify it because there's a lot of, of extenuating mm-hmm. symptoms and circumstances that, that could cause these things to happen. Yep. But, but it's when, you, when somebody's been through a traumatic event, they replay it over and over again. So, so they're actually reliving that event over, over and over, over again. And that's why they can't, they can't get to a place mm-hmm. where they're, they're past it. Yep. Thanks, Alan. Yeah, American Sniper. He, he yeah, called, uh, he Alan called, called it. Yep. yep. Good job. <laughs> hey, your, co- uh, your cousin also uh, chimed in, Wendy. Oh, Wendy. <laughs> nice to see you. So Wendy's checking in too. Yeah. Yeah. Gosh, I'm hearing from all, all kinds of family today. It's a family affair. It is. It's hey, a, it's a hey, family podcast. Come Everybody come on in. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, so, so PTSD and, and what I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to start with a story and then we're going to go into some, some details about PTSD. Okay. So um, we're going to, I'm going to tell you a story and some of you may or may not know who this is. Uh, this gentleman's name is Clint Malarchuk. He was a player in the NHL, a goalie mm-hmm. to be exact. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to tell you a little bit about his story and kind of go through this because – I'm, and I'm going to tie it back around. But, but I'm going to tell you how PTSD can affect somebody and what, what it does to you over time. Right. So Malarchuk was a goalie. Um, he played in juniors for a long time. He made his NHL debut with the Quebec Nordiques, mm. who are defunct, right. by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I think the Nordiques went on to be the Maple Leafs. No, no, Toronto was always there. Okay, I could be wrong. Again, you people can call me out. I think they became the Avalanche. Huh? If I'm if I'm not mistaken, I have to look that up. Too. Yeah. So he uh, started his NHL career with the Quebec Nordiques on December thirteenth, nineteen eighty one. My sophomore year in high school. <laughs> um, and started in a road game against the Buffalo Sabers. Um. So he played sparingly in the NHL over the next two seasons, and I'm kind of giving you this history to kind of, to lead up to to what I'm, what the the big incident is. Um, so he spent a lot of time in the AHL. Um, he became the North, the Quebec's primary goalie in '85 '86, and there was always d- dispute on how good he was and whether the other guy should be the starter. He went to the Washington Capitals for the '86 '87 season. Then on March 6, 1989, Malarchuk was traded to the Buffalo Sabres. Okay. And by the way, you were spot on. The, the yes. Quebec Nordiques, Nordiques did become – became the Avalanche. Yep. That's what I thought. And that was in May of 95. Yep. Yep. Yes. May, okay, yeah. I'm very important. <laughs> yeah. uh, there you go. I knew it. <laughs> I have many leather-bound books. <laughs> and my apartment smells of rich mahogany. Oh. <laughs> Matt and I have to add that in. Sorry, folks, for being 12-year-olds. But Hey, I've been, I've been worse. So Malarczyk went to the Sabres in March 6th of 89. 16 days later, and, and, and the reason I'm, I'm bringing this up, we're talking about PTSD, but the anniversary of this event just happened on March 22nd. So mm-hmm. that's why I kind of wanted to, to address it today. And those of you who, who remember this will remember it. Those of you who don't follow sports or may not know, I'm not going to bore you with a lot of sports stuff. I'm just going to tell you about what happened in, in – um, so 16 days later, it's only a sixth game with the Sabres as goalie. Um, Malarchuk, they were, those, uh, they were playing the St. Louis Blues. He was in goal. He was playing goalie. Mm-hmm. And um, Steve Tuttle of the Blues and Yui Krupp of the Sabres crashed hard into the goal crease. Yui um, Krupp who eventually became a wing for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And what happened was uh, Tuttle's skate came up and hit Malarchuk in the neck and sliced open his neck, his carotid artery. Mm-hmm. And 
there's a, it, it, I don't want to get graphic on this, but but I'm, I'm what I want to try to convey is the the trauma that this guy went through as far as as the incident. Mm-hmm. So if if you don't, you can you can just. If you Google Clint Malarchuk, that you'll see it exactly what happened. It's right. it's right there. So if 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 you're queasy at all, don't look at it. It's okay? gruesome. We'll it is. Gru- it's a gruesome injury. So his his carotid artery was slashed and he was bleeding out. He dropped to his knees and he's actually bleeding out onto the ice. Uh, I mean, in in I'm not kidding. In a matter of three seconds, it looked like a buckets of blood were dumped out. I believe it. It was fast, and the trainer came out. They it was like chaos for a minute. The trainer got out. So long story short, they, they, he ended up surviving this this horrific injury. Uh, but but in his interviews, he said he, he believed he was going to die mm-hmm. as as he was as he was on his knees holding his neck and seeing that blood come out. Mm-hmm. He thought he was going to die. Uh, and he and there's a quote. He said, "All I wanted to do was get off the ice." He said, "My mother was watching the game on TV, and I didn't want her to see me die." Oh, wow. That that was the quote from him. And then he was aware of that uh, – yeah, uh, aware that his mom was watching. Mm-hmm. And then he also had the equipment manager call his mother and then he asked for a priest as they were getting him off the ice and into the, into the back area. Wow. So luckily, um, his life was saved. Uh, the, the Sabres athletic trainer, his name is Jim Pizzatelli. Pizzutelli, I'm going to say, no, probably not going to say that correctly. It's Pizzutelli. He was a former U.S. Army combat medic who served in Vietnam. Medic, yeah, medic. And and you're talking about PS, PTSD. And then there's this guy who's your trainer who who served in Vietnam mm-hmm. is helping you now. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's kind of ironic. It's it's almost like wow. What are the chances of of this happening or coming together? Um, so what he did is he pinched off the the, the artery. He just with pinched his hands. it with his hands, yeah. He just reached in and pinched it off and held it until they could get him, you know, serious medical uh, attention. My goodness. Um, so he lost he lost one and a half liters of blood. That's it? Yeah. <laughs> it took doctors a total of three hundred stitches to close the six six inch wound. Jesus. Now here's the thing. He was back on the ice in ten days and playing. Wait, 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 wait. That just took a turn. Yes, it, t- it, t- it took a turn. And, and there's a reason I'm telling you this. In 10 days, he was back onto the ice and playing. <laughs> okay, there, there's uh, there's tough. And then there's what the hell are you thinking? Well, it's, it's great that you use that word tough, Matt, because – and I'm going to get in, – in, I got a lot of this information. Uh, Malarchuk later on – and I, I don't know what this – he did a TED Talk mm-hmm. within the last few years. And – he, he recounted what kind of what his philosophy was at the time. So he said as a kid, he said he felt anxiety, depression, and OCD, those kind of things growing up. Sure. Um, and he said hockey helped him cope with his mental illness. But going, going back to the returning in 10 days, he said he was always raised to be like, tough it out. Mm-hmm. Don't be a wimp. Right. You know, you're a man. Yeah. Don't cry. All of those things that, that, that men are kind of taught to like that that would be weakness in some way. But when it happened, what was the first thing he thought about? His mother. My mother. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Which is not which is not surprising. No, it's not. But yeah, you, know, you got to be tough, you know, you got to work, you know, work right. through it. Yep. But I got I got to make sure mom's taken care of, right? 
and and that and that's why you see a lot and 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 I don't know the statistics, but but I but I know that that for the that men as far as PTSD, more men are affected than women. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, I can't cite these specific studies, so don't quote me on it. But but I know the I know the ratio is higher for men. And it's because they've been taught at such young ages that don't show your emotion, mm-hmm. don't ask for help, be independent, you know, be the man, right? Tough it out, you yeah. know. Um, wow, yeah, okay. that's crazy. But ten days later, ten, so ten days later, he was back on the ice. So, again, his quote is: "I was brought up with a cowboy mentality that you get bucked off the horse, you get back on." Okay. Um, and the the other thing that that kind of drove him back, he was kind of seen as in Buffalo. This guy was a hero. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, he 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 was seconds from dying ten days before. Now he's back playing, right? And the and the fans in the city uh, that it was like he was their their hero. He was playing at a professional level yeah. ten days later. Yep. Right. Oh my goodness. Right. So he he comes back quickly, starts to play, and again he taking on all the accolades and all the fan recognition and all the all the adulation, and he said it made him feel really good. He said I felt supported, I felt like I was important. Mm-hmm. The following season, he starts to struggle mm. as far as his performance goes. So he said at one point his depression and his OCD, and and folk don't. We're not drifting off. We're going to get back to the PTSD. Mm-hmm. I mean, again, these are just factors that have played into this. So he said his, his depression and his OCD were so bad that he would have to be to practice at 10 a.m. He would get up at 3 a.m. to do his routines wow. as far as cleaning the house and, and laundry and, and all of the things he thought he had to get done. Oh, wow. Um, and then he began having nightmares and flashbacks. Specifically to the accident of, of him, you know, of his of his throat getting cut. Um, so it got to the point where he, he said he it would just be just like you see in the movies or TV. He would just start up and sit up in bed, just covered in sweat and, mm. and just you know shaking and trembling. Mm. So rather than, and again, th- th- this this is a whole progression, and you can see how bad it gets for people. So instead of dealing with these nightmares what he started to do is he would just set he would prop himself up in a chair so that he wouldn't go to sleep all the way hmm. so he would just kind of doze in and off a little twilight so sleep. now yeah. he's not he he's going weeks and months without sleeping right which is adding to the stress and pressure so he st- so he he knew he knew he needed help at that point which is a good sign so he went to doctors for a couple years um, started taking medications, but it seemed like nothing worked. And and he did acknowledge that this was back in the, you know, late eighties, early nineties. And there's a lot of different kinds of medications now that might have been able to help him then. Mm. Um, but what happened was that doctors prescribed him Haldol. If you guys don't know Haldol, it's a severe depressant. It's it's a tranquilizer, really, right. is what it is. It, it's it's usually just prescribed for psychotic behaviors, uh, and especially when I. When I was working in um, community mental health, we would have to go to the psychiatric hospitals and, mm-hmm. and interview clients for our program. And a lot of them were on Haldol just to keep them stable, stable and, yeah. and not violent. Right. You know. So what happened was he was taking this Haldol and still playing. He, he was. He said he was stoned while he was trying to stop shots from 
Wayne Gretzky and right. Mario Lemieux. He didn't feel you know? hit him though. The, the, he didn't feel the pucks. I would imagine at that point. Well, and he said he said he distinctly remembered just being stoned out of his mind. He let in four goals and five shots in the first ten minutes of a game. Okay, and got pulled. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then he was demoted to the minors because they knew something something was up. Something wasn't right. happening. Um, so at that point, he said, "I I he decided he needed to retire and and he started coaching." Mm-hmm. You know, just because he knew his career wasn't going to go places. So he said for 15 years, he did okay. He went on to resume his career. He retired, started coaching. He went back to school. And this is interesting. He became a horse dentist mm-hmm. and a horse chiropractor. Really? Started yes. adjusting horses? And Yes. It's funny because in, 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 in his TED Talk, I'm going to take this joke from him because you should watch the TED Talk. It's really good. <laughs> And he said, yeah, you might ask, how does somebody become a horse chiropractor? And he says, well, as long as you, he says, if you keep on the table long enough, you can get them adjusted. <laughs> <laughs> See, that was a good one. Yeah, that, that's not an easy job no, to I do. No, I wouldn't think so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I wouldn't think so. Bless. Man. So, yeah, he went back to school, became a horse dentist and a horse chiropractor. And then over time, the medication that he was on slowly stopped working. He continued to think he was okay because of the stigma attached to the mental health mm-hmm. and, and PTSD and feeling depressed and OCD, all of these things that he was suffering with. So he was resistant to go back for treatment because he thought, well, I've, I've, I've done everything I can do. I've seen people. I've gotten medication. It's just getting worse. Mm. And uh, then he started drinking, ah. of course, because what else are you going to do? to cope with things like this. Right. There, there's, there's unfortunately vices that uh, folks will get themselves into. Absolutely. To cope. And, and drinking is one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, it, 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 in your, in, when you do it physiologically, you feel better, but, mm-hmm. but it's not doing you any favors mentally. And then physically it's going to catch up to you as well. Right. So over time he just spiraled downward. Now, in addition to all of his mental illness, he was an alcoholic. Mm-hmm. And, we're going to leave it there, okay? <laughs> because this is a good story, and I want to get to the and I'm going to get to the details of his PTSD, and specifically address symptoms and how to know if you're suffering from PTSD. And and I, and I apologize, folks. Some of these times I got to condense these into thirty minute episodes. Oh, you but, don't need to explain are, yourself. But these are so good, <laughs> I want to make sure that you get all the information. So okay. I don't want to rush through it. Cool. So come back next episode. We're going to do PTSD part two. We're going to tell you, I'm going to finish up the story of Clint Malarchuk, mm-hmm. and then we're going to go into some details specifically about PTSD, and it's something you want to yeah, you stick around for, or mm-hmm. if it's not out yet, wait for it to come out. It'll be out. It, it depends on when you listen to it. Right. If, it's not, if you're listening on a, if, Tuesday, it'll come out on Thursday. If you're listening yeah. on Thursday, it'll come out on Tuesday. But those got the early access with the Facebook yep, Live. Th- stick yep, around. Absolutely. Don't go anywhere. Every, every, people on Facebook, stick around. We're going to go right into our next episode. Yep. In the meantime, folks, change your thinking, change your life, laugh hard, run fast, be kind. We will see you next time.